Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. More is lost through indecision than wrong decision. Welcome back to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. This episode today is talking about indecisiveness, the pros and cons, because we do lose a lot when we're enduring indecisions and not making decisions. Because if you make a wrong decision, you can learn from your decision. But when you're indecisive, you're having trouble making decisions. And, and, and the reason for that, and we've seen this all the time in the fire service, see it all the time in our life. How many times have we sat back and could not make a decision? And we sit there and second guess and second guess. And then we make a reactive decision to what we're doing. And when looking back on it, we think to ourselves, why did we make that decision? And we didn't have an answer because we weren't thinking. We weren't analyzing we weren't confident and we weren't looking for what needed to be done. We were just looking to get something done, throw it in the air and hope it sticks to the wall is what we were doing. Indecisiveness is in that same realm because when you're indecisive on the fire ground, it's going to hurt you. It's going to burn you. It's going to hurt others. And that's what we can't do. We can't allow ourselves to be indecisive. We can allow ourselves to be wrong, but we can't allow ourselves to be indecisive. Because what happens when you're indecisive is you're actually undermining your own knowledge and experience. You're taking away from what you know and what you don't know. And you're overthinking where you're not thinking at all from what you're doing. And you're not learning from your mistakes. A wrong decision you can learn from. A wrong decision, you can learn from those mistakes. That's how you gain experience, by making wrong decisions. If you're always making right decisions, how are you gaining any knowledge? How are you advancing? How are you learning? You're not. You're not growing because, well, you're always right. But no one really is always right. People think they are. But you don't know what you don't know. And when you're indecisive and you can't make one decision from the other, do I pull an inch and three quarter? Do I pull two and a half? What do I do? I don't know what to do. I don't want to make the wrong decision, so I'm just going to take a chance in the dark and go with this and hope it works. Indecisiveness. Am I going to vent? Am I not going to vent? Am I going to vertical vent? Like a horizontal vent? What am I going to do? I don't know. You're not looking at what you do know. You're not looking at what your knowledge is, what your experience has been. And maybe you might not have experience making those decisions, but you have knowledge in building construction, fire behavior, understanding situation, situational awareness. You have that. You should have that. And if you don't, you train on it. And by training on it, you get rid of that indecisiveness of undermining your knowledge. And then over time comes experience and experience you can gather through others by learning from others, from mentors, from your firefighters around you up and down the chain of command. Because learning from others' experiences oftentimes helps you gain your own experience. You know, so being able to 
to make decisions is one of the biggest things we can do as being a well-rounded firefighter is being able to make sound proactive decisions, not make reactive indecisive decisions because we didn't know what to do because we undermine our own knowledge. Like I said, we may not have all the experience in the world, but that's when relying on others and the greatest leaders admit they don't know what they don't know and utilize those around them to become better. And that cuts out the indecisiveness. It limits, it reduces it, I should say. It reduces the indecisiveness because now if you don't understand the situation at hand, if you're a company officer, say on an engine, you don't understand the situation. I'm not sure what line to pull, but I know I have a great senior man or senior firefighter in that back or couple, or my driver is excellent at estimating the stretch at understanding what line to pull better than I am. Well, I'm going to, well, what do you think here? Okay. Well, let's go with this. Utilize them. What do you see as opposed to what I'm seeing? Or you might just be having a bad day and your brain's not really flowing. And as an officer, you should know what line to pull. But if you're a new officer, you might tense up. You might be nervous. You might be scared. It's my first time. I have to make a decision and I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm under, my knowledge experience, I'm undermining it right now. What do I do? Well, you have others around you to back up. Let's calm down. Let's utilize my resources. Let's let's think about what was done in the past. Let's look at the situation and think about it real quick. Make a decision. Because when you're indecisive and you're not utilizing those around you, you're not thinking about your own knowledge, your own experiences, the other's experiences, all the training experiences you've done with these guys, the work that you've put in. You're disrupting the workflow. And when disrupting the workflow in the fire service is a matter of seconds, minutes and seconds to do that. You don't want to do that. Don't want to. You want to keep the flow going. And even if you fumble, you want to make sure. You act like it never happened. You just keep going. You just keep moving. Like, like, all right, we're up. We're here. Engine one's on scene. Fire attack. You know, we're going to... Oh, crap. I don't know. We'll go. What are you thinking? What do you guys say? Well, we're doing 360. I see it. All right, let's go to two and a half. And say, eh, you know, we don't have manpower for that. All right. I don't know what you do. Well, what, what, are, the, what are we doing? What are you, you know, utilizing that. I think, okay, maybe, maybe we should pull it three quarter. Well, maybe we should. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Back and forth. Eventually, you got to make a decision. If you don't know a decision, you ask who's there. You, 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 you defer. Because if you, you make the wrong decision, like I said earlier, pulling that initial line, making that wrong, an initial stretch is detrimental. You can't return from that. And you have to make it work somehow. So being decisive and understanding what you're doing in that scheme is going to hurt you. However, however, being indecisive as according to the University of Cologne, I think that's how you say it. They actually, psychologists, psychologists actually found out through some research that being indecisive on on the other side of the coin actually reduces biases. Now go figure. How does that happen? Well, being critical thinker, that's a topic I've talked on at Firehouse and other uh, state and national conferences. But critical thinking 
you want to reduce biases. And they're finding that indecisiveness also helps reduce biases because you don't have any attachment to anybody or anything going on. Nothing. You can fully evaluate the thing because you're like, what should I do? Should I do A or should I do B? You can fully eva evaluate the situation. But in that same sense, you have to be able to evaluate it quickly. You have to be able to evaluate it quickly if you're going to be, if you're indecisive. And you can still be indecisive. You can do it in training. Being indecisive in training is good because you can sit there and you can say, what if I do this? What if I do that? What if I do this? What if I can test what works, what doesn't work. Might not always work on a fire ground, but you can still test it and put different pieces together, different scenarios together, different ways of attack together. But on the fire ground, you don't want to have that delay. So what you need to do is you need to accept that you may make wrong decisions. We all know what it's like when we're wrong. We all know what happens when we make a wrong decision on the fire ground. What happens when we get back into the firehouse? What happens when we have that after action, that post-incident size up? What happens is somebody's going to call you out to the floor. It's going to point the finger. You, you, you. Look at what you did wrong. You could have done everything right after that. But you did that wrong. You pulled the wrong line because you didn't think about the situation. You know what you were doing. You pulled the wrong line. Well, the fire went out. Big deal. Pulled the wrong line. So it's coming back to the floor. I made a wrong decision because I didn't know what I was doing. And admitting, hey, I didn't know. I made a mistake. Let's learn from it. But... If it happens multiple times, is it a wrong decision? No, it's an indecisive, I'm not learning decision. I'm not trying decision. I'm too indecisive, undermining my own knowledge. I'm undermining my own experiences, I'm undermining the other firefighters on the fire grounds, knowledge and experience. I'm prohibiting myself and those around me from learning. And I'm disrupting the workflow from everyone. And that's the problem with indecisiveness. It's not that it can help reduce biases, which is good. But if you're not learning from it and turning an indecisive decision into a wrong decision with a thought out answer to why you did that, then you're not doing anything at all to better yourself, to better your crew, to better the department to better the community because critical thinking i'm not going to get too deep into it i'm gonna do a whole episode on the critical thinking piece but critical thinking in a nutshell is an objective analysis of an issue to form a judgment is what it is that's what critical thinking is and we do this every day in every walk of life so if you're not critically thinking you're making decisive thinking you're not thinking at all and you have to ask yourself seven things. Am I asking questions about what's going on? Am I confident? Am I systematic? Am I analytical? Am I judicious? 
open-minded. That's the parallel with reducing the biases and being open-minded is you're, you're keeping an open mind on what you need to do. But if you're not thinking about the situation and you're just throwing things into the air, hoping it works because you don't know what you don't know and you don't know what you're doing is wrong, you're being indecisive. If the first thing you do is you can't determine where you're going to position your apparatus on the fire ground, is it because you don't know? Or because you're undermining your own knowledge and all experiences, you're afraid to make the wrong decision? Because if you don't know, you can always get help. If you're afraid to make the wrong decision, you're indecisive. So the key to everything is don't be indecisive. Think about what you've done in the times you were indecisive. Think about those, right? And think about times you were on in, in training, maybe in the firehouse, on the fire ground, and you were indecisive about things. I don't know. I'm teetering back and forth. What do I, what do? I do? What do I do? So I just did that. I just decided today, you know, I'm just going to, for this call, I, I don't know if this is right, but I'm going to pull inch and a quarter pre-connect because we just need to get a line in. I don't know if it's right. I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm just doing it. It's indecisive. But, oh, as I'm pulling it, oh, maybe I should have pulled the static line. Maybe I should have used a smoothbore over a task force tip. Maybe I should have did this. Maybe I should have did that. Stop being indecisive. Stop overthinking the situation. And just make the decision and have a sound reason why you did it. Because if you could back up your decision, I pulled a pre-connect line, inch and three-quarter pre-connect line with a task force tip because I had low manpower in my engine. I had my staffing today was two firefighters in the back and myself. We were the only ones on scene. We needed to make a quick hit on the fire. So what did I do? I pulled a, a pre-connect inch three-quarter line. I had 200 feet. I had 150 feet outside. It was a 2,200 square foot home. It was on the first floor, all the way in the back in the kitchen. I was able to make it, and I had about 100 feet of leftover hose, one from the engine to the door. Because there's only a 20-foot walk from the curb to the porch. And a stretch into the house was maybe another 50 feet. I had more than enough hose. That's why I did it. Was it a bigger fire? Yeah, but you know what? We were able to make do. We were able to conserve water. We were able to get in there. And understand fire behavior, cool the particles of combustion as we're making our way through, making our way in, letting it sit, got our thermaging camera, look for any hotspots, and start making those knocks on the fire. Be able to put the fire out, back out, get an overhaul done. Everything was done, vented, we're out of there. That's what we did. Now, if I came back and I said, well, why'd you pull the street? Why'd you do that? And I was like, well, you know, I didn't know what to do, so I just pulled the first line I saw. We had to put the fire out. So I just pulled anything. I was kind of up in the air between this one or that one, so I went with this one. I don't know if I should move the bumper line, should I move the static line, should I go with this line? I went, I went, I went with the pre-connect line because, you know, I just didn't know which one to pull, and I figured it was the safest option. Well, that's an indecisive decision because backing it up, you can't back it up. It was a safe decision. But why was it a safe decision? Why did you do it? Why well, just did it because you had, you know, low manpower. Why? Everything you do has to have a why to it. Why I did, I did this because of this. I did this to reduce this risk. I did this to, to see this outcome. Because in critical thinking, your outcome is the first thing you think about. 
when you're setting your goals in a five tool firefighter tactical workbook, the first thing is what is your goal? What is your outcome? What do you want to see? And if you're indecisive about what you want to see, and the answer is put the fire out. That's the first thing. Get victims out. But ultimately, you want to put the fire out. So what do I need to put the fire out? Well, I need to have the right line put in place. Well, I need to rescue victims, Wendy. I need to have the, the good search team. I need to have a good vent team. I need to be all in coordination with the engine and everything else. And I need to vent closest to the fire. And I need to mitigate the risk of the victim to the fire and cut that path off some way, somehow. That's what I need to do. And how am I going to do that? Well, how I'm going to do that is I'm going to have a search team go in. I'm going to have them search the fire floor. Then I'm going to search upstairs. Search wherever they need to go to find where the victim is. But where do I go first? Well, I search the fire floor first or their last known location, if known, by somebody on scene. So we have to figure those out. And that is how you determine your tactics. But that's also how you eliminate indecisiveness because you're thinking, you're critically thinking about those situations. And how do you do that? You practice, practice, practice. Tabletop scenarios, hands-on training, live fire training, prior calls, prior incidents, other departments, watching what they do, mentors, just listening and learning and constantly accepting what you don't know to know and utilizing those resources around you to constantly get better. And that's how you eliminate the indecisiveness. But you have to be proactive and you have to have a self-discipline, a self-leadership to do that. Because not every time you show up to an incident, someone's going to be able to hold your hand. Sometimes you're going to be the person they're looking for, for advice, for that decision. And I was on a call just like that when I first started as an officer. My first call was pipes busting in a restaurant underneath an office complex, an office building, offices upstairs, two floors. It was like a taxpayer. It was uh, offices upstairs and um, restaurants up on the first floor. And that was my situation. I was, I was the first officer to my first call. Uh, there was things I didn't know what I was doing. Like I knew it as a firefighter, but now I'm making these decisions. I'm doing other things. I'm looking at the outside. I'm doing all these different decisions. But I, luckily, there was people showing up and saying, Maybe you should start thinking about this. Maybe start thinking about that. You know, you have a restaurant and there's pipes busting through the through the drop ceiling, flooding out the restaurant. Whoa, okay, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Okay, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to call. And we have a fire in the other one. Okay, okay, so we're handling that. We're handling, we're handling two different incidents at the same time, technically. What do I do? Well, luckily, more senior officers showed up and more people showed up. More, more firefighters got there and started kind of helping me out. I don't know what you know, and over time, I'm starting to think, okay, now what? Do I, now I know what I'm doing. Now I can think what's going. On. I'm focused on what I know, and what I don't know. I'm putting other, I'm helping, utilizing people to help me make those decisions. And the funny part was, nobody was, no, you know, other officers were there. They're like, you can take the command. We're going to help you out. It was one of them incidences. So it happens, and you keep learning, and you keep getting better, and you just keep trying. So that we can do it, you got to keep trying. And kind of keep making those mistakes. And I made mistakes and I still make mistakes and we all still make mistakes. Just got to learn from those mistakes. And I think about what I should have done as opposed to what I did, which you did, you did. Now you got to learn to why you did it, understand why you did it, 
and get better. And that's really all I have today. So if you want to learn anything, take your indecisiveness and turn it into making wrong decisions and turning wrong decisions into making right decisions, but just take the experiences, have an open mind to learn. That's what it's all about. If you want to learn more, subscribe to this podcast, share this podcast, rate this podcast, wherever you listen to a podcast. If you want to read more, pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter and The Five Tool Firefighter Tactical Workbook. It is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and thefirehousetribune.com slash shop. Don't forget to follow The Firehouse Tribune on Facebook, Instagram, X, formerly known as Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Firehouse Tribune, where you can catch Station Talk, myself and Chief Tom Marciano. We do a once-a-month podcast with a guest. Anybody wants to come on to that show, please reach out let us know at Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to come on to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast, it is just email editor at thefirehousetribune.com. And come on. Also, Jocko Fuel Origin USA. 10% off with the promo code FHTribune at checkout. Get yourself some good, good supplements, good nutrition, good active wear, good wear, all made right here in America by hardworking Americans up in Maine, North Carolina, other places throughout this country that Jocko and the team are building out. Because we do, we support small businesses right here in the USA. Also, if you want to look good on and off duty, you want to protect your eyes. Eyes are very important to be. Make decisions, critical decisions, sound decisions. You got to protect your eyes. So great eyewear by Frontline Optics. 15% off with the promo code FH. You're going to check out shades that look good on and off duty. Created by first responders for first responders. So they know what you're looking for. Again, FH Tribune at checkout, frontline-optics.com, 15% off. Also, my brother Steve Green, president of the 501c3 Five Alarm Task Force Corp. First responders helping first responders in their time of need. I have to go to the spiel. I don't have to do it this time. You know Steve's out there donating money, raising money to help first responders in their time of need. Listen to his podcast. Sign up for his webinars. Just donate. Buy a mug. Buy a t-shirt from his website. It's all in the show notes. And help Steve and his team on their mission to helping first responders in their time of need. And lastly, the next rung, we're proud partners of the next rung. They are doing what they can to end the stigma, to help first responders with the mental health crisis we deal with. Peer support counselors are trained first responders 24 seven around the clock care, text message, phone call. They've been there. They've, they've went through it. And they want to help you overcome whatever you're going through. They're there to listen, get support, and guide you to what you need to do to help you get back to being the best person, best version of yourself you could possibly be, and overcome the stigma of mental health. Sign up for I Got Your Six Throwdown virtually or in person if it's at a box near you. Check it out, nextrun.org, and help out to end the stigma and raise awareness for mental health in the first responder world. That's all I have today. Until next time, work hard, stay safe. As always, live inspired. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please leave us a rating. And don't forget to pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter, available on Amazon at thefirehousetribune.com. 
Until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired.